Hey, today we are talking, I don't, I think the title is impeccable something. Let me look. Word impeccability. And breaking that down, we're talking about accountability and your dreams and uh, being vulnerable and all those things. And in some sort of beautiful roundabout way, it sort of ends up on you have to hold yourself accountable to the words that are true to you. And that's super hard, right? Geez, Hannah, you certainly bit off more than you could chew for this Monday morning. Thank you for that, said no one. Uh, <laughs> but like, how are you holding yourself accountable to the words that, to the things that you want to do, right? And it all comes down to loving yourself enough to know that you're deserving of that. And really, that's what impeccable words are about and impeccable agreements. I'm reading the book for agreements right now. And that's what we were sort of meditating on this morning. It's like your, your word is only as good as how you hold yourself to that. And I think we let ourselves out because it's just easier, right? It's easier for it all to be impossible. It's easier to let ourselves down than anyone else. And I want to start to change that conversation. So that's what we're talking about today. I don't know. Okay, let's go. This is the Death of a Dream podcast with your host, Hannah Ness. Uh, the Death of a Dream really is my expression from the start of a very sad and low and unaligned place in life where I was struggling with so many living beliefs, so many people telling me that I couldn't just go live my dream life. And it really walks every day through what it looks like to transition out of a life that's just fine and into a life that I wanted to live. And so this is just the daily journal of what that looked like for me. You can take whatever you need from here. Um, I talk through different things that I read, different things that helped me through, different moments and different blocks that I had to break down to get to this better place and alignment for me looks like being a serial entrepreneur and um, being able to write and speak and talk through what life looks like for me and how other people are pursuing their dreams. So the death of a dream really is just a journey out of that place and into a new and true place. Glad you're here. Oh, good morning. It's always going to be a great podcast when I start with <laughs> clearing my throat on air. You know, that's how you can tell you are listening to the real deal. You know, like real professional stuff here put in your ear. Not gonna lie. No, but for real, it's just real. Don't we all want that? Are you kind of getting tired of like the perfectly planned and lit and wonderfulness? Like, don't you just want someone really in the trenches walking along with you? Who's like not a million light years ahead of you saying, this is what I did. Who's like, this is what I'm doing. 
right? This is what I'm doing right now. And I don't know. I don't know if we get anywhere. I can't really speak to that, but I can tell you what I'm doing and where I'm getting right in this moment. And maybe that's a couple steps ahead of you, but not like a million light years. And I hope to be a million light years ahead of people someday. But what I also hope is that even if, even if and when we get there, right? When we're all light years ahead and we're talking to people and saying like, this is what I did. This show, people will be able to go back, right? And they'll go, geez, I wonder what she was feeling then. And they won't have to wonder because it's all here. Step by step, day by day, how you build yourself out of that moment where your dreams died and you realize that you never really tried in this adult life. People are going to be able to walk through that with me, right along with me, even even if they find me way later on in life and they see me and they go, huh, I wonder how she did that. They'll be able to know because it's all right here. And to me, that's the coolest thing that could ever exist. That's the coolest thing that I could ever create because that was always my question, right? Like I'd see Rachel Hollis or I'd see Brené Brown or I'd see Oprah or I'd see, uh, I don't know, guy ones, uh, John Maxwell or Tony Robbins or any, any of these people, right? Trent Shelton. And I'd see these people and I'd go, oh my gosh, cool. Wow. I'd really love to be that someday. I wonder how they did that, right? And they'd write books, but like, no, but really, I know the steps, right? Like you took the steps and you, you did the things, but like, how did you get through it? How did you overcome it? How did you keep moving even when you didn't want to? Well, I just kept moving. Well, yeah, that's the reality. But like, what did you go through? What did you experience? Not just like, what steps did you use? How did you change as a person and how did you manage that? And I would say that's probably the hardest thing of this entire journey is birthing a new person and then figuring out how to navigate the world as this different person, even though you've been showing up as this person before. Like, how do you do that? And how do you not go back? Because everything is more comfortable back there. How do you not go back? How did you survive that? How did you keep showing up? I want to know that. And that is one of my proudest things. It's like, we're going to get somewhere amazing. We already are. Really, in the grand scheme of things, we already are. And I just hope that this can be a guide for someone who was questioning the same things that I was. Like, yeah, but how did you really do it? You know? Because it wasn't just the one 10-step process to get yourself dreaming again. It wasn't just that one thing, right? Couldn't be. What was it? You know? Okay, let's go ahead and ground ourselves in our greatness. I'm sorry for going off on that tangent, but I'm absolutely not sorry because this is my show and I can do whatever I want. And if you get concerned about that, then you can go make your own show and do whatever you want to. That's what's so cool. Okay, so I'm not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Uh, Let's go ahead and ground ourselves in our greatness. This is where we just practice, you know, really getting good about celebrating ourselves because the one thing that I know is that we aren't great at this and we need to be. 
because it all starts with self-love. If we can't do that well, we're in trouble. Dreams don't birth out of hate. They birth out of love. We want to follow energy that's loving and not energy that's like spiteful and hate-inspired. No, no, no. Let's do the love thing. Okay, so my great thing has been forcing myself to leave the house. And the world is like slowly unlocking and we have to figure out how to people again. And for most of the world, they're like, oh, cool, I can people again. Yeah, I remember what that was like. And for me, I'm like, I don't, I remember what peopling was like, but I've never peopled as this person before. And it seems super complicated. And I realize that I'm probably overthinking this completely. And welcome to my life. That's literally, that's probably how we keep a show going every day. This should not be called the death of a dream. It should probably be called Hannah overthinks things and talks about it because it's pretty much just me reading a book, really diving in, being almost obsessed with whatever they're saying in this book or whatever I've learned from a video or whatever I've learned in the application of myself. And then me overthinking it, bringing it here, thinking it all the way through, talking about it, and then coming out on the other side, not being so obsessed because I finally like put that idea out into the world, put my thought process out into the world. Like, wow, what an interesting podcast. Uh, <laughs> but, right, I just overthink and obsess over things. It might be a mental disorder or it's an extremely um, entertaining podcast. One of the two. Most people think it's the mental disorder. Some people think it's an extremely entertaining podcast. So you're always going to have both. Okay. So my great thing was forcing myself to people again, and I peopled hard and I fell hard. The beginning of this week was like a, a people plus up. Um, and I backed down from being the person that I know that I am. Right. And I stepped back up the second day, but it still wasn't full expression of self. I'm still navigating. Um, and then this weekend it was like, no, 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 let's just stay in the house. And I'm not talking about like just going and getting groceries. Right. I'm talking about like going out and seeing people that have seen me before and figuring out like how, who I can be, who I should be, what and how to show up as this person. And so this isn't so complicated for most people, but it is for me. And I was like getting ready Sunday to go out and people. And I was just like, let's, let's not do it. Let's not do it because people, you know, like I'm going to get reads on people. I'm going to like hear what they're saying, even though they're not saying it. And it's going to be super crazy. And I just don't want to. I just don't want to. I know what they're saying. I know what's going on. Right. And most people are like, do you even know they're saying that? I'm like, yes, I do. And I'm not going to go ahead and explain to you how or why. I'm just going to go ahead and let you know that I know. Okay. And it's hard, right? So you have to force it. So I went ahead and I was just like, no, you can go out. It's okay. You can still stand as this person. Just go, just go do it. And then I came home and I had a chance to people again. And I did that too. And it definitely came from the encouragement of my husband, but I was like, no, just say, no, we've done enough. 
we've contributed enough, we've been visible enough, let's opt out. And in that like other peopling instance, I was going back and forth of like, okay, just be normal, be normal, be normal. <laughs> and I, I'm just, I'm navigating what normal is now. And I don't quite know yet. I don't quite know how to show up, but I'm, I'm figuring it out slowly, but surely. And the only way to get there is to continue forcing the discomfort, right? Like every piece of me just wants to sit at home and never figure this out. And just maybe, maybe we just never people again. Maybe Hannah becomes convinced that, um, the virus is something we're going to suffer for from forever. And I never leave the house again. Maybe that's like where we stay comfortable. And that's not really an option, right? Like I have to exist out in this world. Crazy, right? And it's a, it's a force, but I have to figure out how to show up and I can't just avoid it. Even though I want to trust. Ugh. Oh, it just sounded delicious to just stay home. <laughs> but I made myself do it. And that is my great thing. Forcing myself past the discomfort and doing it anyways is the only way that I'm going to figure out how to navigate the world and knowing and honoring myself enough to know that I'm not going to be an expert here. To know that I'm not going to know and knock every instance of stepping outside the house perfect. And that's okay. Right? We're learning. Hi. Learning. Hello. We're not going to be perfect. And it, I have to just let myself down from that expectation. And I'm getting better at it. Okay. Okay. So that's my great thing. Go ahead and take time. Recognize yourself for your own greatness. Come on. If you're not doing it already, why? Why? You have to. It's pretty simple. Love you too much to not let you do it. I got to keep holding you accountable. I'm going to keep making you do it. I'm going to keep making all of us uncomfortable by me starting this very podcast as a woman standing right here in front of you and celebrating herself, knowing that anyone who gets on this podcast could instantly turn off because they're going, oh, how audacious. Someone really, really gets on a podcast every day and talks about how amazing they are. Yeah. And you should too. Gone are the days where we step down and step back from our own greatness. Yet, step into yourself, the fullness of yourself, the full amazingness that you are, because I promise you, the self-hate conversations become really hard when we hardwire ourselves to look for the amazing things. And so if there's anything that you want to grow in, it should be self-love. And a great way to start that is by celebrating yourself every day. And even if that turns listeners off, they just aren't ready for it yet. And that's okay. You'll get it. You'll get there. Okay, let's go ahead and dive in. Yay! Uh, <laughs> I think we're talking about impeccable, but I want to start with accountability. And accountability, vulnerability, actually... Uh, all the words, accountability, impeccableness, is, and vulnerableness, is, and oh, words. Is there a thesaurus right here? Okay. 
a dictionary maybe was a better word. <laughs> so I think for me, it's about finding ways to hold myself accountable to these new truths, to these new realities of a person that I am. And I haven't been super specific about what that means, which is probably why I'm struggling with this so much, right? Who are you? What do you do? And not even what do you not do? What do you do? What are you about? Who are you and how are you navigating this world? And since I haven't been specific about that, it's probably really hard for me to go out like, okay, I think I know these things about myself. I think this is who I am. I think this is how I want to act. And I want to push all of us to stand up and say, nope, I'm not thinking this is what, this is, this is who I am. This is what I'm going to do. This is who I'm going to be in this world. This is how I'm going to impact this world. This is how I'm going to change the world. And that comes from accountability with yourself. Do I hate on myself? No. But instantly when I go into these people situations, I know I probably sound crazy at this point. Instantly when I go into those situations, I like work myself back into this self-hate mode where I'm just like, you're weird. You... Uh, you don't even know how to people anymore. Like, come on, is that even a thing? That's weird. Why you, why, why is this such a big deal? Like, it's just socializing. It's just a thing. But like, you have to come up with what you're going to say to people. And you have to be ready for people to like, ask you questions like, what do you do? And, and, oh, that's interesting. How do you do that? And how do I say what I, what I do and who I am and what I'm about? And like, do people even want to know that? right? That's weird. It's weird to not just say like, oh, I work at X. Like I work for myself and I write books and I do a podcast. And the scary thing about saying those things and owning those things are this accountability piece, right? This vulnerability piece, because this is what happens. I will tell you, <laughs> having had this conversation enough time to know how it goes, and this is why I'm scared of it, is that, oh, I do a podcast and I write books. And then people go, oh, really? What's that on? Or what's your podcast called? And ho hopefully, if the conversation's going well and we aren't ready to jump off the deep end, um, hopefully they won't ask what the title of my podcast is right? Because that means that they can find me. And that also means that they can instantly judge me because my podcast title is just no walk in the park, right? It's not like Hannah Ness podcast. And everyone's like, Oh, that's cool. I don't know what that's about. Right. And then maybe they ask, but it's, it's a little bit lighter. Like my instant, the first time that you meet me, I have to get vulnerable with you. You already know this one thing about me and that's really scary, right? I'm just going to bear my heart to every single person that I meet if they ask that question. Do I even want to give people that right? Do I even want to let people in like that and let them decide instantly if they're for me or against me? And this has been the struggle. And I think even talking this out right now, maybe I have to, right? Because in a way, it's me standing up for my art and what I believe in, and it's going to hit whoever it hits. And I actually remember having a conversation with a friend who I saw this weekend, and I hadn't seen her in a long time. So this is interesting that we're putting all this together. 
But she had said a long time ago, like, I am tired of hiding from my truth to make people feel comfortable. So if someone asks me how life is going and I've just experienced a loss or someone asks me, oh, you have a kid and she's experienced a lot of um, birth loss and infertility and all these things. And so when people ask that question, she's like, I have a choice, right? I can, I can say what's actually going on or I can say nothing and just do the normal thing. And she's like, but honestly, like if people feel weirded out by me being accountable or vulnerable for what's actually happening in my life, it probably isn't someone I want to have a conversation with. And I think about that right now. And I'm like, that's just it. Like, I can't help that this is the direction that my life has gone in. I really can't. And neither can you. And you want to give people the chance to decide. And honestly, people who would hear my podcast and they go, oh, the death of a dream. Shit, this bitch is crazy. And they don't even have to say that. <laughs> Usually the conversation goes like this. Oh, hi. Oh, you're Hannah. Okay. So what do you do? Oh, I podcast and I write books. Oh, really? What's your podcast called? The death of a dream. Oh, Oh, how interesting. What's that about? Oh, well, it's basically just a podcast of this really hard point that I got in my life uh, where I didn't really have any dreams for my life anymore. And so I just started a podcast because that's that was one thing that I wanted to do. And I knew that I wanted to do it. And so I just started. And it's a daily kind of personal journal about my experience through that, through that moment how I came back from that, how I started dreaming again, how I align my life again. And usually I have lost them by how creeped out they are by the name of my podcast. And so it doesn't even really matter what I say after that, because they were pretty much written out, tapped out and done with whatever I had to say, because it is probably insane. And maybe it is. It absolutely is. And it's unfortunate that so many of us claim sanity that we really don't ever experience, right? Because do not kid yourself. Anyone who's sitting there judging me and going, oh my gosh, that's weird, has probably experienced something similar and their negative reaction is likely something that they're fighting in themselves anyways. And I just called it what it is. And that's why it's so uncomfortable. And the conversation after about me and about what that means and who I am probably is a lot more comfortable than them actually facing themselves and realizing that we all have these things. (laughs) We all have a dream die at some point. And I wanted to start this podcast because I believe that everybody deserves to do what they want and love to do. Like walking through the trudges of a life and not experiencing it as a light, as someone who deserves life and beauty and love and all those things. Like, no, I'm not signing up for that. And I was willingly signing up for that. 
And I was miserable and I was going through life and I was saying like, oh yeah, yay, pretty much can't wait to die. Come on. No. And nobody could rescue me from that. And nobody can rescue you from that either. You have to decide. And it's super unfortunate that the second that we get vulnerable, people are like, whoa, 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 they've gone crazy. Don't say that kind of stuff. That's weird, right? And I was listening to a speaker last week, and he had said something that made me uncomfortable. And I kind of went into my head and I'm like, I don't even, did they even need to say that? Weird, right? And then I'm like, that's exactly it. That's how people feel about the things that I say. And it's only because we get uncomfortable with people being vulnerable. Why? Because it's just easier. It's easier to not know these things about people. It's easier to just think all the wonderful things and just see all the wonderful Instagram highlight reels and Facebook stories. Like, that's just easier. So surface level. Right? It's easier to just decide that no one's crazy. But I think that we've worked ourselves into this world where we all exist thinking that it's not okay to have bad things happen. Where it's it's not okay to not just sign up for what everybody else is doing because it'd be weird if you didn't and you shouldn't want anything more. You should just want what's been promised to you. And I am telling you, you should want more and you absolutely deserve more. And I don't care where you're coming from, how blessed you are, how non-blessed you are, whatever the background is, whatever the privilege is, whatever. You all deserve to do amazing things that light you up, period. We weren't put on this earth to suffer. I can promise you that. That is not why the world was created. Like, let's go ahead and create this world, okay? Just, just imagine. I'm like God or the creator, whoever. And I'm up in, in the sky and I'm like, you know, I think I'm going to do this like earth thing. <laughs> okay. Sounds kind of cool. And like, I don't know who he's bouncing that off of. The clouds. Okay. Maybe those weren't even created yet. But right, we all got to air some ideas. So he's just up there and he's like, you know, I think I want to make this world where people just like suffer forever and it's going to be as miserable as possible and most of the misery is going to come from people basically living their lives according to what other people think and the only way that they can kind of tap out and escape that is if they experience this higher level of spirituality where they understand that they're the ones that get to decide their lives and the way that they power that is through changing their thinking and nothing else. But forever, they're going to think that it's everything else. That that would be too easy and that that's not really possible, right? And we're going to create this world where people think that they're not really accountable for those things and that the power lies within anyone else. And it's not really their decision of how they get successful. It's everyone else's decision. They have no power. And that's going to create this like worldwide misery that exists. That's what I want to create. No, he was up there like, 
oh my gosh, I want to create these people who are like made in my own image, right? And I want them to just experience all of these amazing things that I created before I created them. Like, here are all these super cool animals. Like, I made a trillion of them. Go try to find them all. They're crazy, right? And then... <laughs> And like, then I made all these trees in this nature and water and like all these amazing things. And I want you to experience that. Go crazy. Enjoy. Enjoy life. Right? Nowhere was he like, sit behind a desk and never move again. And then like, maybe enjoy life in very teeny tiny little spurts of like, a vacation where you really only vacation for three days because the other two days you spend checking your email back and forth on the airplane and in airports and you're pretty much stressed out because of every second that you spend away from this workplace outside of your desk that you couldn't even enjoy the water hitting your toes. You're like so doused in misery that even when you attempt to escape it, you aren't really escaping it. It's actually more miserable because you're forcing yourself to enjoy. And then in that force, you're not enjoying at all anything. And you're more miserable. And you're in paradise. Right? Because that's how we all get tricked. Use your PTO. Use your PTO. You got it. Go for it. Use it. No, not possible. Right? And that's not to say that leaving a job like that is, is what's ideal for everyone. Right? But like, if you are miserable and you are sitting there and you want to experience more of the world, what's stopping you? Is it your job? Or is it you? Are you stopping yourself from experiencing that? And I think that that's what impeccable words mean, right? Like, do you actually want to experience that? Do you actually love that thing? And if you really did, then you would change everything to make it happen. Just like you did if you ever had kids or a pet or something. How did you have to adjust your life to keep that thing alive? Right? And you, didn't, you did it with no question. Well, I want you to practice impeccable words for the things that you dream about. And I want you to find more backing for what those things mean and actually start figuring out how you could do that. Cause if not, if you're going to forever just talk about your dreams and never allow yourself to experience them, you're going to create this like miserable, I wish I could life. And you're going to keep transferring that accountability because it all seems too impossible. And I want none of that for you. Because I know what that feels like. I know what it feels like to just be like, well, it wasn't possible for me. And so I'm going to go ahead and sign myself off of that. No, it is possible. And I know if you're sitting there, you're going, no, it's crazy, right? I want to write a book. I want to invent a game. I want to X, Y, and Z fill in the blank, whatever that crazy thing is for you. And I will tell you right now, the craziest thing that I could imagine for myself was starting a podcast. Okay. That seemed really insane. And now we're almost three years into this work and it seems a lot less crazy than it did when I first just starting 
to push record. You get stronger over time. It makes more sense. But if you just keep holding yourself in these unaccountable worlds where everything's impossible, you can't get any closer to it. Like, do you deserve to dream? Absolutely. And should you hold yourself accountable to the words that you say? Yes. Nothing is impossible. It's like really hard for me to think that anything is impossible or undoable. It really is. I can't even, now, I can't even imagine thinking that. Everything is possible. The only thing that stops us is ourselves. You're going to get no's. You're going to get a thousand no's. Things are going to fall off. Things aren't going to make sense. You're going to go to parties and be the weird person saying weird, super vulnerable things. But like along that road, if you can stay impeccable and attached to your words, you're going to find the right people who that does make sense to. And eventually all of the sheep will follow along later. But you got to just ignore them for now. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, thanks for listening. As always, you can find me on all socials at The Death of a Dream. That's on Instagram. We do have a Facebook page that you can follow there. And then Hannah Nuss on LinkedIn. Go ahead and check out the website if you feel like it. There are additional pieces that are not included in the podcast. um, And you can reach out and contact me anywhere. If you have any questions, message me. Let's connect. I'd love to talk through your story because everyone's story is worth being told and has worth in it.